Welcome to episode 84 of Open Your Toys Cast. This is going to be the official fussing episode, I have a feeling. No, it's just because we contained her. Yeah. And she was fine with it for the 10 minutes we set everything up. And <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go get her. Wa- Let's go get her walker. Okay, go get her walker. I'll okay. I'll I'll go through the contact information. All and right. Everything. Well, I'm Mrs. McFavorite, and I'm Slick McFavorite, aka Mommy and Daddy McFavorite, <laughs> and that is Baby McFavorite screaming in the background. <laughs> so I will be right back. And it may seem like it, but this is not a baby podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are G.I. Joe, Transformers, Star Wars, and Masters of the Universe. (laughs) We're a husband and wife team that like to talk toys while I talk toys and she gives me shit about toys. Uh, There are tons and tons and tons and tons of ways to kick it with us. You can leave a message on our blog at OpenYourToys.com. If you've got uh, a computer, you can subscribe through our RSS feed. That way you're updated anytime we put out a new episode. You can subscribe to us through iTunes. And if you're going through iTunes, leave us a rating. Just type A plus in the description. I think it's more the stars that matter. We are also found on Stitcher Smart Radio, the smart way to listen to radio. So if you'd like to stream your content, you can get our newest show there, as well as past shows at any time. I have an email. It is slick at openyourtoys.com and... Mrs. McFavorite has one too, and it is Mrs. McFavorite at OpenYourToys.com. Finally, or not finally, next, told you, tons and tons and tons. You can follow me on Twitter at Slick McFavorite. You can follow Mrs. McFavorite at Guess? Any guesses? Yeah, that's at Mrs. McFavorite. <laughs> Facebook, you can friend me at facebook.com slash open your toys. You can like the show over at our official uh, like page. I don't, I'm not comfortable with the term fan, but you can uh, like us on the cast page at open your toy. Wow, I screwed it up. See, I was trying to be all smooth at facebook.com yeah, slash see, open your toys cast. That's <laughs> then, what you get for talking all the shit for me messing it up all the time. And then you can uh, follow Mrs. McFavorite or I should say friend Mrs. McFavorite at facebook.com slash Jessica Spiller with one S. Just let me know that you're a fan of the cast. So then I know who you are and that's just some creeper <laughs> and some stalker from your high school that knew you well my high school was small enough to i'd be like no i know who you are and (laughs) i didn't like you then (laughs) won't like you now um and before we get to our favorite way to hear from you uh i was just thinking about something the other night when we were at jay and silent bob's uh podcast here in boulder colorado a pot capital of the united states what's that a podcast it's a place where they smoke a lot of weed. Oh. A pot capital of the United States. Not the. I didn't That's say That's what you the. were. Oh, where the pot capital? Boulder is. It's a pot capital. Oh. So anyways, that just 
ground to a screeching hold as I tried to play off of you talking to her. Um, <laughs> I just realized this when we were at that event. I was is just that trying to make her smile. I am, I am pretty much only on the socials like during business hours, <laughs> which is horrible. But uh, yeah. it's, it's my time killer. It's my break during the day. I don't get to smoke anymore. That's what I do is I get on the socials. Um, yeah, I do have my mommy time where I catch up too. Yeah, so granted, you're going to get lots of mommy stuff now. Um, but if you want to <laughs> follow like what we're actually doing as a couple, Mrs. McFavorite's the only one that ever posts about what we're doing. So yeah, if you want to see a, a really bad cell phone pic of, of Jason Muse and Kevin Smith from like 30 rows back in a poorly lit place, Mrs. McFavorite's got you covered. What? Okay. And... <laughs> It's not for lack of trying. One, I am a horrible picture taker, but I also oh, have a phone. I mean, uh, really? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I I am also working with an incredibly subpar camera phone. <laughs> yes. That three years ago was an awesome camera phone. <laughs> the next Evo is supposed to have like a twelve megapixel camera. But yeah, well, is, we're going with the not, Galaxy. It's anyway. not going to be any better. That's the problem. Um, the funny thing is, is that if you do follow me, you'll be able to go back and see this uh, Kevin Smith and Jamie's picture that I'm talking about. And it looks a lot further away than it is. <laughs> we're like, we, we literally are. We're 30 rows away, but it looks like we're... We're probably, we're probably like 25, 26. Yeah, because the Boulder Theater, close. it's short. Yeah, it's and tall. Yeah, it's old school. Has a mezzanine and everything. So, um, we were in the very back on the ground level. So you know when you're when we're looking at them, they're only what fifty feet away. Yeah, it's just that we were back at the bar. Yeah, like in the bar area. So the bars lit up, and then you go through a dark, dark, a dark auditorium mm -hmm. and then the stage and is lit completely up so, lit. so it, it totally throws so it off yeah but anyways um, the point is is that you need you just need to follow me if you want to know what what we're doing because seriously he's bad about posting things about our daughter he finally just posted pictures on her website and it's called jason's favorites the last six months the first six months. First six months. <laughs> they both work, though. All right. And so. there's pictures from pregnancy in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was a favorite. Hey. See your big old belly. All right. Uh, the way we love to hear from you is via our voicemail, and that is at 720-235-TOYS. At 720-235-8697. All right, Miss McFavorite, what are you drinking? I don't know. It's the crazy thing. We're drinking the same thing. I know, because you bit my style. Well, we we uh, we went to the liquor store this weekend, and they uh, two of our favorite companies had new seasonals out. He bought one, I bought the other, and um, he had one of mine, and I had one of his, and I really liked his, so I bought another six-pack of it. <laughs> And Spider. when I asked him, I called him from, I called him today and I was like, so what kind of beer do you want? He's like, Oh, I've still got a couple left from my six pack. So I was just going to do those. And I was like, well, shit. Cause that's what I'm buying. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're drinking <laughs> is Sam Adams seasonal brew Alpine spring. Do you want to read the label? 
since sure. we're sharing the thunder yeah, here. Yeah, you want to crank up the light for yeah. me? I'm, <laughs> I'm getting old in my old age. <laughs> All right, this unfiltered lager is the perfect brew for spring flavorful, for a spring flavorful enough for cooler weather, but with a balance of bright citrus and crisp maltiness that herald the warmer months to come. A single hot brew with noble. Tetnang hops from the foothills of the Alps. It's smooth, refreshing, and unique. Cheers. And it is. It's really good. I like it. It's got a. It's got a good bite, but it's not bitter. It and it's not a strong bite. It's just a good bite. Is the way how I would explain it. It is. It's very good. I mean, it's just like it's any spring. It's uh. It's got that nice citrus to it. And now I finally figured out how I read this wrong. It's not a. It's not an in-dash, it's an M-dash, it's a longer, it's supposed to be a pause. It's supposed to be, this unfiltered lager is the perfect brew for spring. Flavorful enough for cooler weather? That's how it should have read. I was like, what the fuck, what is spring flavorful? Why are you hyphenating that? Oh. (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. Well, let's go ahead and get into con news, because we got one hell of a show, and it is a weeknight, and I'm trying to not piss off Mrs. McFavorite. So we're going to talk fast. (laughs) (laughs) San Diego Comic-Con coming up July 18th through the 21st in sunny San Diego. Badge sales are on sale February 16th at 9 a.m. And I forgot to check what day that is. That's usually... They usually do their on sales on Monday. Oh, that's a Saturday. Oh, that's right. They do that. So Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific... Please join us, because, yep, that's right, the McFavorites are going to San Diego Comic-Con. We skipped one year, but we had to go back. It was a a hiatus. Yeah. So, if you can, please join us. It it really is bucket list quality event, you know. Again... You got to do it at least once. We have we have a friend that could go every day with us every single year, and he's gone for like a total of 18 hours total over the last five years. Oh, you're and talking that, about Mr. Dan Shea. Yeah, because he just doesn't like lines or crowds. And if you if you seriously don't like those, then yeah, it's not for you. And who likes those? But if you can't tolerate them, like there's some people that just would go bonkers, I imagine. And I'm sure they do. Well, you, you know. remember me the very first time I had no yeah, expectations yeah, set whatsoever for the very first Comic Con. Yeah, None right. whatsoever. And he dragged me into that fucking place and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and you are very claustrophobic. So and people phobic. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I learned very quickly to get over that. <laughs> <laughs> We would love to see you there. BotCon is also in San Diego this year, June 27th through the 30th. And we got a look at the first figure from the box set. So remember, this is Machine Wars. So sweets. This meat hoist. Uh, hoist is a, a G1 character. Is this the first time I've seen that? Uh, Yeah. First time we're talking about it. Huh. But this is Cup. The figure is Cup. The one, the one that I got you. blue truck. The one that, thank you for not divorcing me, I'm only six months into my pregnancy gift. Oh, you didn't have to do that. You were amazing pregnancy. No, this is the (laughs) classics version 
Uh, the one you got me was the G1 reissue. Oh, okay. um, so this is the Classics Cup, and Hoist was originally a um, a truck. It was a tow truck and the G1 continuity. Uh-huh. And then in and Machine Wars, he's even a beefier, like he's like a semi tow truck. You know those big ass ones. He's 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 towing a tow truck. Yeah. Tow truck. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so look at it. It's pretty good homage, don't you think? It it does. Again, it looks good. That that the main picture with the logo, I didn't. I just I think that I don't like, I the, like the dirty cut. Co- you don't like what? Dirty is not the right word. They're just to me they're the drab and maroons. Oh, see, I think that's what sets them off. But I guess I've just gotten so used to the bright colors <laughs> that it seems drab. He's cool. He's he's cool. I can't. I'm sorry. I'd, That's fine. You can leave it at that. You don't okay. have to. You don't have to tell feel, your life story, especially since you're trying to post shit while you're talking. So you're like, he's cool. Look down. Yeah, he's cool. Look down. Multitasking. I don't know what else I should say. He's cool. <laughs> I always feel the need to explain myself. Joe Khan is coming up before <laughs> BotCon in Indianapolis. It'll be April 4th through the 7th. You can see the brochure for it online. And again, everything we talked about talk about is linked in the show notes. So come to OpenYourToys.com. At the top, you will see the link for the newest show's show notes. Or within the post, there's a link to the show notes. Um, they announced registration, just like out of the blue. None of this. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. They're like, boom, tomorrow registration. Bitches. Then they were like, boom, delayed. We have another issue <laughs> again. We're bitches. <laughs> and so they're going to try to do it. Uh, I think this is, uh, I think they're going to try to do it last week or we may be in the week that they're supposed to be trying it again. Uh-huh. And they say they got people working around the clock. <laughs> um, let's see. So, but we around have. what clock? <laughs> We have seen uh, the entire box set, and uh, now we also have the 12 inch, and not, and we even have some of the logo apparel. Um, so we kind of talked about some of these. Uh, here's my homie. I put this out there. This is Psych Out, one of my favorite characters from when I was a kid, uh-huh. and uh, and he looks amazing. He's got great homage hair. to the satellite dishes on his arms. And carrying the little satellite, yeah, and a great head sculpt. That's what that's what people have been saying. It's like they could have just used any random, you know, not even blonde, any white looking, medium long haired dude. That hairdo, that was that was what got me back in the day. Really, that was gorgeous hairdo. That Zach, isn't that how Zach on uh, Saved by the Bell? Oh no, he had no. it gelled up in the wave. Yeah, that's like a that's like a mohawk light down cut. Because <laughs> every every guy that I knew had that cut. It was it was all shaved except for a hawk, so it was hawked out. It was just down. Ah. Uh. But see, you like the mohawk. The, you don't like see that's with the, just, with the that's wave. like an eighty style hair. It's all about the hair. wave. That's but okay. it's the natural wave. Yeah, so it it's could so just pretty. be a normal like haircut. It didn't have to be a mohawk, right? It wasn't sexy that he would pull it back and be shaved all around, right? 
Um, I didn't really dig on the ponytails, but there were a lot no, of guys. No, not ponytails. I'm no, just I know, where but that's what it looks. underneath. Yeah. No, I like the shaved underneath. Okay, so it does need. It can't just be some normal guy's haircut. No, there. it wasn't Zach. I'm not. T- <laughs> <laughs> Um, so here's a here's a, sh- a shot of them all together. Wow, they look those are pink. They look pretty good. Um, Why are really, they pink? Um, because it's the fucking like uh, early '90s when everything was all neon and shit. Late oh. '80s. It's an homage to them. Oh, okay. That's why he's day glow green, day glow yellow. Well, yeah, the, that makes sense. But I was wondering what the pink stood for. Other than just being... Just being a bright color. Okay, awesome. It it could have been bright orange, I bet. Word. So this is kind of cool. You get a little pet bobcat. That's cool. So that's kind of cool, a little added feature. I am just... I have no interest in this. All I want is the psych out. And the Cobra Immortal would be dope, this guy right here. Do you have a single picture on him? Yeah. Let me... uh, uh, So this oh, is yeah. a really, really almost impossible figure. Not, I shouldn't say impossible to find. Really rare figure from Mexico. Okay. So it was one that they just, or might have been South America, south of us at least. Um, and so they've done him. They've done him before, but I think this is the best version so far with the parts. But again, everybody's gonna. <clears throat> Everybody's going to want that immortal. I'm hoping somebody will part out their set and be generous and offer me a chance at the psych out. Yeah, you tell them, Kenzie. So, and then, uh, like I say, here's the 12-inch stuff that we don't talk about because it's dolls. So, here's the here's the T-shirt. Oh, this Not is the con shirt? Yeah, I like that it's all neon green. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, that's the 12-inch Action Team logo. <laughs> she doesn't like it. Yeah, she's like, that's ugly. All right. God, <laughs> we're crossing almost. You can definitely tell it's con season. Celebration Europe 2 is is coming around the bend. It's going to be July 26th through the 28th. And uh, would this be oh. pronounced in... Yeah, you're going to need to pick her up. <laughs> I'm going to need to get her bottle. I'll be okay. back. Um, so, and how would you pronounce this? Messi Essen, Germany? Messessen? Messessen is what Messessen. I would say. Okay. Um, it's in Messessen, Germany. Uh, Warwick Davis will be hosting that. Um, there are some VIP packages. So why don't you just hold her for a second and hang out while we do the VIP packages? Because these are always interesting. Okay. Okay. So these are 500 euros. Um, So quite an expensive thing because normally tickets are about 100 bucks to, to celebration. But here is all the stuff you get. You get a VIP badge with exclusive artwork, which okay. those are worth a lot of money because they're hard to get. And most people getting this would be keeping it because they're hardcore collectors. Um, exclusive, exclusive, exclusive <laughs> Jedi Master VIP Star Wars Celebration lanyard, which I'm not sure how that's different. Uh, reserve seating for all sessions in the celebration stage. So do you remember that? 
how in the center, like front rows, those were all blocked off for Jedi Master. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was, it was a really nice thing. I mean, we would, we wouldn't be, uh, we wouldn't be, uh, first in there but we wouldn't be last so we'd be coming in right in the middle and there was still tons of seats left yeah so people uh once the show would start it would start they would allow you to move into those vip areas too so that's something to remember at least in america they let other people starting start it let other people start sitting there once the panel began um let's see one daily reserve screening in the digital stage. Uh, you're seated before the public. VIP only Q&A with Star Wars, The Clone Wars, director uh, Dave Filoni. So that's kind of cool. That's like a really small, cool. So there's 225 of these available. But you got to imagine some people don't even care about Dave Filoni because the Clone Wars isn't their Star Wars, you yeah. know, kind of thing. So... Uh, private VIP lounge, including coat check, bag drop, refreshments, and concierge. Wow. Separate entrance to the convention center. Uh, celebration store pre-order reserve show exclusive before the shows begin. And they're waiting for you in your VIP lounge. Celebration store Thursday preview. Shop the store before the public. Half an hour, half hour early access to the exhibit hall. That would have been big at our celebration because they didn't have these VIP packages when we went. They had it at six, but not at five. Uh-huh. Because a lot of the hard-to-get exclusives sold out before the show opened at 9.30. Uh, Remember, I got my Boba Fett just because I was like, yeah, I have an interview with somebody down here. Oh, They're like, yeah, that's right. They need to come get you. And I'm like, they're waiting for me over there. They're not going to come get me, you know? <laughs> so, um, half, a, half an hour early access to Celebration Store. Fast pass to skip the queue for up to six autograph celebrity signings. Um, price of the autographs not included. Now this. Um, See what what I my question is is that they obviously cap those lines off, mm-hmm. so that pushes people in the regular queue out of the line, right? Yeah. That's kind of shitty. Yeah, and that's one of the. And of course, I was just saying that they didn't have it when they we went. Of course, they had it when we went. We were just talking about it. Um, um, but uh, I did see the lines for these autographs, and these were even pretty long for the big names. Like even the VIP access still had like twenty, twenty-five people in it for the Mark Hamill one. Oh. So I don't. Again, I don't know how they work that. Um, I don't think Alias Angel Alias got VIP, but if you did, let us know. Or if you saw anything. Uh, let's see. One official Star Wars Celebration European poster. Poster rolled complete with poster tube. That's handy right there. One official commemorative guide. Original signed art print by Dave Filoni. His art isn't that good, so don't worry about that. <laughs> Exclusive Jedi Master VIP t-shirt. So, I mean, awesome things, man. I mean, to me, this is worth it. If you're a rich person, why not get a bunch of special treatment? Yeah. You know? And then, you know, you're helping the convention itself. You know? They're able to do more because they're able to do these VIP packages that sell more. 
And then, uh, and then if this is the one thing you've done fun in five years and you want to really do it upright, I mean, how awesome is that? You know, if we skip two years of cons, we could do celebration seven like this, you know? Yeah. But, uh, well, by the time, what she'll be two, uh, celebration seven. I think it's next year. Are they? I think oh, it's 2004, yeah. which she would be close. I mean, depending when, yeah. If it was in July, yeah, she'd be a couple weeks short of two. I don't know if I'd still want to take her yet. No, All long. right. <laughs> it's dinner time. <laughs> All right. New York Toy Fair is coming up in where else? New York, February 10th through the 13th. Um, at least one fan favorite Masters of the Universe classic figure will be revealed. Um, we talked about on the last show how they were kind of tipping their hat to too bad. Um, and he is on this list. He's actually number two right behind Mantena, and I would agree with that. Um, there's a... a a poll that they did over on heman.org and it lists it people voted on who were their favorite characters they were hoping to see um so we've got mantena too bad scorpia horde trooper tongue lasher glimmer moduloc madam raz slash broom mermista and castaspella um so it, it's basically a really good list of figures, and we're guaranteed one. So we'll be reporting on that, uh, not only on our show, but we'll also be on uh, Dave and Duvall's Toys and Collectibles as we're going to start making the major reveals a year, uh, uh, namely Toy Fair and San Diego Comic-Con, as a podcast we're going to do together because I love talking to people that know a lot about toys. And then last, but certainly not least, the most important in our heart, at least, Denver Comic-Con. That's right, our own Comic-Con that hit it out of the park on their first attempt this last year is back with an even more incredible lineup. Hey, sweets. Can you come here for a second? So... This is Denver Comic-Con, so guest of honor this year is going to be Stan Lee. So that's amazing. Then we got George Takei, or Takai. Is it Takei or Takai? Oh, VIP passes are already sold out for our Comic-Con. Um, so... These are all the people that they've revealed. So we've got Stan Lee coming this year. Yes. Yeah. And then. Uh, well, that was a given when he when he made that announcement last year over the PA yeah. that I'll be seeing you next year. Yeah, exactly. Because he was supposed to come to last year and he bailed. That's why oh. they were. He was saying, "Sorry, I wasn't out there this year." But. We but I tested the waters oh, and apparently. <laughs> Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> like, besides fucking, besides clipping, you just blew out my eardrums. Okay, sorry. What were you saying? Oh, that that it was obviously a big deal. So I'm coming. And then mm. uh, we got George, and what did you say it was? Takai. Takai. And then, cool for me, uh, we get the guild, Felicia Day Robin Thorson, 
And what was the other gentleman? Sandeep Parekh. What's that? How you'd say that? You're asking the wrong person. So very cool. Um, <clears throat> if you're local here, please come down to the show. We're not sure if we're, they're going to have a podcast alley again. I've approached them that we would love to participate again. We had a blast recording a show live from the show floor, including everybody approaching us, talking to people. It was amazing. Um, if they do do a podcast alley, we're going to try to stream that this year. So um, very, very excited about that. That is May 31st through June 2nd here in Denver, Colorado. Again, if you are anywhere near and you're coming out, let us know. We, you know, as much as we can, if we have, uh, you know, some media duties and that kind of thing at the con, but we would love to kick it with you. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and get into toy news. So yeah, that's some crazy con news there. Wow. All right. Probably the biggest toy news, and Mrs. McFavorite must be here to talk about this, is the new Star Wars Black series. So it's been rumored for a, for quite a long time uh, that Gentle Giant was working on some prototype six-inch Star Wars action figures, and now we have our first glimpse at them. And our first one is Luke Skywalker in his flight gear. So, hey, Swedes, I'd pick you up, just so you know. <laughs> uh, so, it, it is very cool. Um, 20 bucks a piece. Uh, looks to be very amazingly articulated. Oh, no shoulder swivel, it looks like. All right, they have ball-jointed shoulders, but no uh, uh, bicep swivel. That's interesting. So I'm um, really excited to see what they reveal at New York Toy Fair. Um, we've already seen the UK, or we've already heard the UK coverage, and they only showed the Luke there. But very favorable responses to it right now. Uh yeah, I'm excited about this. Are you almost done, sweets? <laughs> okay. Just thought, here, we'll come back to this. So, also a new toy line coming from uh, uh, Hasbro this time, Transformer Construct Bots. Um, so, we saw kind of the same thing with... Uh, with Star Wars, but it is swappable parts that make actual transforming transformers. Uh, so it's not just, it's not like Creo where you build a robot, then you build the vehicle. These actually appear to transform. Um, and I'm, they're G1, so that's nice. Um, they're not all completely true to form, um, but we do have a triple changer, which is kind of cool. Um, the sound wave is probably the only one I'd be interested in, just because uh, I love the head on it, and that's probably the best thing about all of these are the heads. I just, uh, I, they look bad otherwise. I just don't see these being a big seller. 
Um, Masters of the Universe Classics, Coneboy wants to see your favorite filmation artifacts. So, uh... If you don't know, Cornboy of the Four Horsemen does uh, most of the accessories for the Masters of the Universe Classics line. And so with uh, some of the Filmation characters, obviously, they didn't have a set of, you know, an arsenal that uh, were given to them as vintage toys because they've never existed as vintage toys. So as we saw with... uh, uh, Come on. Wow. I just forgot uh, Fangman. Um, we're going to get artifacts. So you may see the one weapon they may have held for a second, but we're going to get some other accessories. So he's saying to please include a reference pick of what you'd like to see. And maybe we'll see that in the classics line. So what I wanted to talk to you about, show you. Don't get, don't give me the dirty look. I didn't give you a dirty look, sweet. I'm not going to give you a dirty look for taking care of our child. Okay. <laughs> what is that? Is that, you don't believe me? I love you. What are you showing me? So this is a new line of Star Wars figures. They are oh, six. Oh, I'm so glad you waited. Six inches of plastic joy. If you know what I mean. So still that, not that satisfying. Isn't that amazing? So this is called the Black Series. It's going to be twenty bucks. So the first uh, the first four figures. Well, I thought I turned it off. Sorry. <laughs> and then I turned it on. Jesus. I'm multitasking. Uh, Give me a break. So these are twenty. The bucks. molds look good. Yeah, they. They look amazing. At least this figure. I can't wait for Toy Fair to see some more. Oh, is this the only one they've shown, They've released? Yeah. yeah, this was an exclusive by uh, uh, Brian Truitt over at USA Today. He's kind of like their geek correspondent. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, so the first four, they're going to release first. They're going to release four figures in the first series. And it's going to be the pilot Luke, Darth Maul, R2-D2, and the Sand Trooper. So I'm excited for the R2-D2. I just don't think that'd be very interesting. That's going to have to come with a ton of accessories to make it worth it, you know? Yeah. But, so yeah, I'm really excited. How, how excited are you about me collecting another line, Mrs. McFavorite? Livid. <laughs> Hi. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Darth Vader packaging confirmed. So, uh, at UK Toy Fair, uh, some very eagle eyed reporters, uh, spotted that on some of not the Hasbro stuff, but on some of the, uh, licensors, there were, uh, new packaging that they're using with this very ugly Darth Vader. Sweetie. Really? <laughs> oh, I love you so much. <laughs> so, did you hear what I said, at least? No, oh, I didn't. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were at least listening. I realized you are having to mess with her, but... Okay, um, so the Darth Vader packaging, I hate it. 
I don't. Oh, was that the packaging? That picture? <laughs> yes. Not it was. good. Don't like it. <laughs> yeah, not thrilled with it. So that's two years in a row. Well, three, because I didn't really like the Darth Maul stuff either. <laughs> Possible Hasbro masterpiece Soundwave and Acid Storm. There should be. Um, so this comes from a European. Uh, no, no. A not a European, no. an Australian uh, guy on the boards, where he called oh. his Toys R Us and was able to speak to uh, customer service agents, and they basically said that he was trying to find out if Hasbro if, would be creating an exclusive for Toys R Us. And they said that, yes, indeed, there is a sound wave coming. Um, he's going to be $100 Australian, so that's about the same price as uh, what our Masterpiece Hot Rod and Thundercracker were, uh, the two most recent. And then they also said that we should be seeing, and let's see here, it will be sold. It's not going to be available until July um from july to september um somewhere in there and then let's see acid storm he also said there's acid storm a green star scream redeco to add to the masterpiece seeker squadron um this one was priced at 20 dollars. oh i guess their thundercracker was only 80 so this one was 20 bucks more at a hundred dollars australian so if you haven't bought Masterpiece Soundwave, you're definitely not going to get all the exclusives. Um, I'm sure that we're getting with the Japanese, or not exclusives, accessories we're getting with the Japanese release. But as expected, it does look like it's going to come out. If they're going to do a Hasbro version for Australia, then uh, they'll definitely do one for the United States, I would say. Um, let's see. Next up, the Clone War, the Clone Wars line done. It looks like that may be the case uh, again coming. Well, uh, isn't the show just about done? Uh, well, they haven't really. They said that this might be the last season. That they but were. They're still not sure. Yeah, but they're still not sure. Um, they just said they're writing every episode like. It could be the last kind of thing. So they're not doing any big, not every episode, but they're not doing any big seven episode story arcs. They can close the arcs out. Yeah. Uh, so, Sorry. about what? Sweetie, quit worrying about stuff. It's no big deal. Um, so, this comes from the Nuremberg Toy Fair. And uh, this is saying it, it was reported in German, of course. Um, but they're saying after Wave 1 that there won't be any more Clone Wars figures. And who knows, uh, maybe that's for Germany. Like, they won't get anything after the first wave of Clone Wars. Um, because while Clone Wars was absent from Cartoon Network's listings, the assumption is that they're just going to be putting it on one of the Disney channels. And that's why it's not on Cartoon Network's stuff for next year. Uh, Beast Hunters Ultra Magnus Prototype. <laughs> She's just not happy, huh? Just put her in her playpen. Or... 
Or is she still acting like she's hungry? Huh? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, what? So this is just a prototype. So it just looks like it's done with, uh, you know, whatever material they have around. Um, it looks really interesting. It gives them a lot bigger shoulders, and we we finally get the, uh, or not finally, but it looks like we're going to get dual rockets with this one. He also comes with the hammer, and then what it looks like to be consistent with the Beast Hunters line now. Besides spikes, he's also getting a flying jetpack. So there must be lots of aerial battles in Transformers Prime. Uh, Masters of the Universe Classics Q&A. Maddie in the works to do more with the creative figure entries. So um, they said last year at uh, PowerCon when they uh, announced them, or uh, uh, they said last year at PowerCon that they were going to possibly do more with the creative character figures or concepts. So we should hopefully see maybe another one or two of those, maybe as an exclusive or add-on. Who knows? Um, let's see. Final info on New Adventures He-Man accessories. Oh, I will got be that just in time. New York Toy Fair. Uh, so... It was in question. They didn't show New Adventures He-Man with a helmet. And as we all know, he had a helmet back in the vintage with the vintage toy. So they uh, were seeing if they were going to do swappable heads. And they didn't know because it hadn't been costed out yet. But they said they will know um, by New York Toy Fair. So that's good. When is New York Toy Fair? Is that before or after Comic Con? I always get that mixed up. It's uh, it's in five days. It's the tenth through the thirteenth. So before Comic Con. Yeah, definitely before Comic Con. Remember, we're recording with Dave's. Uh, uh, oh, Dave yeah, and, and I, I, I meant to say something when you said that. That it threw me off because for some reason I thought New York Toy. F- Oh no, when is New York Comic Con? That's what I'm getting That's it confused. In November, October, or something. <clears throat> That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. New York something. <laughs> New York, another toy thing. Yeah, so, and I think if it's the 10th and 11th, uh, or 10th through the 13th, yeah, we're recording next week with them. Because most of all the big news will come out the 9th and 10th. So I think we're recording with them on the 11th, actually. Because it's because uh, you have Tuesday off. Or hopefully and you'll have... To, well, you'll well, have Tuesday off Well, I'll have Tuesday off. off. It'll be, it'll be the, uh, the day of Mackenzie's six-month six birthday. <laughs> so it'll be her half birthday. I know. It's amazing. We got to think of... A little something extra to do other than record a podcast. <laughs> okay, we'll definitely do that. <clears throat> we could probably do it that weekend. We'd just be talking about Toy Fair, so we can try to keep it short. <laughs> I remember that our Comic-Con episodes are probably the longest ever. <laughs> so Maddie says that they're using gray because bright white tends to look unfinished. So on figures like Natosa... Where she was white, where she was white on the vintage character. They're using a gray because it just makes it look unfinished on those figures. But I like the gray. Isn't the gray the primer thing that I like? Uh, Yeah, it's the thing you like. It's a little bit 
it's a little bit uh, a little bit lighter than the the gray that you usually like. Ah. <laughs> Babies really throw your whole yeah she's groove off here than than uh. It's because we put her in the playpen. She's like you motherfuckers. Well, drag the playpen over here and let her crawl around. Put the playpen right here, and it'll block all the cords. Uh, that's that's what a we good point. Okay, about. okay. Mrs. McFavorite out <laughs> for another five minutes. All right. They also said that they are looking into doing flying stands <laughs> for the beasts. <laughs> I I apologize to anyone that doesn't have kids or hasn't had to be around kids because. Because parents, I I used to be that way. I freaking hated kids crying, and now, now it it's as much as it's heartbreaking. It's also very cute to me, and I don't mind it. You know, it's basically just a baby that's just can't express themselves. You know, they're like, I want down, I want to eat, I need my diaper change. So it was funny. We had a. Uh, uh, Mantis nine nines. Remember, we said, "Can you hear the chair in the background?" We're like, "Yeah, you could probably hear it a little." He's like, "You could definitely hear it," but I don't care. I'm used to them. <laughs> so, um, they're looking to do flying stands for beasts, so like Swiftwind or the Griffin. Um, so I thought that would be really cool. Uh, Toy Fair UK Star Wars news. So if you don't know. The UK has a toy fair right before our toy fair, and as you saw, so does Germany, um, where they give out a little bit of their Star Wars news. Hasbro keeps most of their big news um, for New York toy fair here in the States, um, but we did find out quite a bit of extra information here. Um Let's see. Uh, They're going forward with the Yoda series. Um, the chain, the change to the Black series will take place over the summer. Only the Luke Skywalker was shown, like we said. Um, a new line called Mission Series was shown. This is a two-figured open box set with a window flap. Packs on display included Vader, an interrogation droid, and battle droid with another character, which that's kind of weird. They didn't know what the other character was. Over in the movie Heroes line, there is a new Vader card, much smaller than normal, with a low-budget three-and-three-quarter figures that includes a tiny insert showing the character, much like the Batman six-pound line we saw last year. A new Episode Three Anakin figure was shown. So that's kind of crazy. So, so collectors they're spinning off into their own line uh-huh. and then they're going to make one of these limited articulation figures for kids at a smaller price that's nice yeah I, I mean it'll work well the problem is is i think now this is their chance to be like oh so you want to collect action figures how about 13 dollar three and three quarter figures you know <laughs> because while we're getting the six figure six inch black series we're also getting a three and three quarter inch black series so this has the new vader art black card style uh, not vintage, but same size. It's squared off with no die-cut f- fancy shapes. 
Uh, the bubble takes up nearly all of the card and wraps around the edges and what's taped. Similar to the Revenge of the Sith line back in 2005, figures on display were Anakin, Padme, and a clone. These appeared to be the same Episode 2 figures we saw I that we thought we were going to get in the build the droid line. What? That they were done like that? The cards were done like that? What do you mean? Wrapped around and taped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that they took up the whole card. Yeah. And then just at the top is where it was like glued to the card instead. Yeah, yeah it was a pain in the so ass for star cases. You had to buy new star cases for that shit or their oh, custom God, ones. You star Wars people got to complain about everything. That was nice. Oh. <sighs> uh. Ah. Ah. And then they came out with these bubbles where you had to use an exacto blade. <laughs> oh, let me tell you about that. And uh, so, Star Wars Angry Birds, people thought that uh, um, because we're starting to see them clearanced in Walmart, that the line might be going away. And I, they showed new product. They showed a Star Destroyer, huh. a Darth Vader head, and, and some other stuff. And they said that it's been a runaway success. I've bought a few things. Again, I bought I the I bought the ad at They're they're fun looking, like you said, display pieces, but I just I like I the just think app. it's another thing to buy. Well, of course see the whole thing is is I like the app. I mean I bought lots of Angry Birds oh, and stuff I, before. I, oh, I fell into the whole Angry Birds hype. <laughs> I had hours every two weeks where <laughs> I ran reports where it locked up my computer oh, yeah, and I couldn't do right. anything. I so I played Angry that. Birds that entire time. <laughs> but then I moved on with my life. <laughs> wow. So just because I still play it, is there a problem with that? Well. Oh, Jesus. Look <laughs> at the judgment fly. Walmart's deletion list. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So this is kind of it. <laughs> this was an interesting list. So this is this is a list of items being eliminated from Walmart's toy planogram in their stores. So I'm not going to read through all this because it's ridiculous. But obvious ones, Transformer Prime Power Risers are going... Oh, wait, the Power Risers are the Voyagers. I was thinking of those other ones. Bot shots are gone. Yeah, bot shots. What's left? Three packs, Star Wars fighter pods. Look oh, like no, they're removing weird. all of those. <laughs> uh, the big ones me. for us is uh, class one and two fighter vehicles. Uh, let's see what else. Iron Man's gone. Yeah. Well, that's the movie shit. It's about time that that's gone, but. So, yeah, if you're interested, I mean, it's kind of an interesting thing. You know, you get uh, um, what looks to be SKUs and UPCs. Do you see this? I Yeah, I'm good. Oh, I'd you've go been watching on that. What about it? I Thought am she's incredibly quiet? paranoid. Maybe she was sleepy and needed a nap, and now she's napping and you're going to check on her? I'm just going to go look. She can reach over her crib right now. <laughs> Well, we're about to take a break anyway, so we got two things left. Okay, TF two things. Hurry. <laughs> TFCC, Let's so the Transformer Collector Club, FSS delayed. So we saw the delay of the G.I. Joe Club only by about a month. 
Um, but now this is going to be seriously delayed. Push the first shipment won't be until April or May. So that's huge. Like that was supposed to be, we were supposed to get our first figures in January, maybe early February. So minimum of a two month pushback. Um, Let's see. Uh, they've been waiting for the confirmation. There was an internal issue at Hasbro that caused the figure ship date to slip a fair amount. So it could have easily been like the first figures. There was a mold issue, you know, like, yeah. no, we're going to use this mold. You can't do that or something, you know. Oh, internal politics. Yeah. I'm just like, I've already paid my $130 for my first figures. Send them to me already. Damn it. Damn it, Janet. All right. And then last but not least, not in the four, uh, uh, have you noticed me say supposedly? <laughs> it is constantly on my this mind now. Damn week. you, John Solo. Yes, John, so just to let you know that I don't only correct him on the cast. I've been She's making been a conscious effort <laughs> outside of the cast as well. It is. It's much needed. Um, you're getting what's weird is that's working, but because you're not talking into it, it sounds like you're talking to the side of the microphone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. John Kent, uh, friend Dr. Kent, a uh, guy that uh, um, I've seen almost every master's panel with, because it just works out that way that for somehow the lull right before the master's panel, is, we always stop by the toy break booth, George oh, yeah. and Aileen's booth, and he's there, and we're like, yeah, that's where I'm headed right now. And there's been a couple times where he saved, a, or been a time he saved my place in line, and I saved his place in line. But are um, line buddies. <laughs> so he actually has a couple toy licenses that he bought. Oh, boy. Yeah, isn't that crazy? He owns them. So the first one I didn't know, but other people know, that and that's rocks and bugs and things. Hungry Hunters with Hidden Horrors. I hadn't heard of I mean, I've heard of it, but I have no idea what it is. The other license that he's obtained, I definitely know what it is because it's one of my favorite toys as a kid. He got RoboForce. I've heard of RoboForce. Because we've talked about it on here before. It's a cool, like, well, uh, suction cup. It, like, they had suction cup bottoms. And then they had arms that you pressed a button and they would grip like this. Whoop, whoop. It Just was like awesome. That? Yeah, that makes for good radio. They would make a bear hug like shape with their arms <laughs> and go whoop, whoop. No, they whoop. didn't do that. They more went because it was all air controlled, I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, that's disappointing. <laughs> Why? Because they don't go whoop, oh, whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh my god so uh, i'm excited like for that irritating and... <laughs> mr mc or slick i almost said mr mcfavorite hey i could be mr mcfavorite we can role play that <laughs> moving on uh so the new robo force and rocks but or at least the robo force is going to be glios compatible so good for you john i don't think he listens to the show but hey 
Big word up. He's been like on. He's been on. He's been on my Transformers podcast. He's been on one of my not him, but news about him because Uh he just recently announced he has the RoboForce license. So he's been the talk on a few podcasts I listen to. And he's also he's uh, that movie too, right? Yeah, the movie we watched, Deer Crossing. He produced a movie that you can get in uh, Redbox right now called Deer Crossing. It's not the the best piece of work. It's definitely low budget, but I yeah. thought the story was interesting. There wasn't as much. I know you stopped watching it because you thought it was a torture movie. There wasn't very much torture in it. They only showed the torture like once or twice, and then it was more about the story. It was more like Justified, like hillbilly mafia kind of story. Oh, crazy! Okay, so. I'll give. I'll give the last. 50 minutes of the movie a chance <laughs> all right we're about an hour in so we're gonna go ahead and take a break and we're gonna come back with fan-made projects store report and online what we're finding on the interwebs sales deals pre-orders you know what i'm saying so we'll be right back after these messages peace now skeletor charges into battle with awesome artillery nothing except beam blaster it actually fires a light beam to stop artillery skeletor but only with a bullseye to the evil eye figures sold separately you supply the batteries i have the power new artillery beam blaster set the first light action weapon ever from the masters of the universe all right, guys, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into fan-made projects. Tons of stuff up for pre-order, but this is the newest of the new Make Toys or Make Toys Year of the Snake Omega Supreme add-ons. So, of course, we've been pumping up Project Gener- Genesis that is out right now. Um, this we're only getting uh, silhouettes, so that kind of stinks, but it's Armagrunt. Armageddon upgrade kit, and basically what it does is give uh, Year of the Snake... It's still pretty. Yeah. Those pictures so, are pretty. So it's adding these part here, because I don't know if you remember with my Omega Supreme, he wasn't out here for too long, but he had those those little curved... They were basically look like Hot Wheels tracks coming out of his back. No? Don't no. Remember. Okay. So these are replicating those. Those kind of look like that. Yeah, I can exactly. see it. And then, uh, and then the uh, the big thing is, is not only does it give them uh, give him those wings, it also makes it to where you can have a little missile complex like you did with the original G one. So these those two things are going to make this little tiny piece of track, and then it looks like there's stuff to make the little missile silo kind of thing. So not. Okay, I missed something. So he's he's that. Yes. So the gray parts are are the part are of the him. robot that you could see, and then these are the add-on parts, the black parts. Which are those wing things or whatever you want to call wing things? Them. And there's there's obviously uh, there's obviously some other parts to him. Oh, okay. Um, that are making up the rest of those. So let me see here real quick if I can. Um, so we can get what it looks oh. like. 
Um, it's got to show his base mode here somewhere. And pretty good detail. Okay, so you can. Oh, here we go. That's perfect picture. See, so that's oh, okay. the G1 version where it had this track. And see, in the G1 version, the track makes his legs down here. He's he's a part former, you know. Oh. And the rocket is this is this gun and this claw here. So he's a mess of a transformer. He's he's not like a. He's oh a, no! <laughs> no, this is it's a base. See, and he had this yeah. little tank. That kind of makes him a little bit cooler. Body. Oh yeah, dude! Omega Supreme is one of my favorite. And you like toys. that fucking Rodimus Prime that turns into a weird looking Winnebago? What does that have to do with the Omega Supreme? He's cooler. Well, of course he's cooler. So here you, know, you can see the wings and everything. Okay. I was more just making fun of you. I know. I was you trying are. to find a way to make fun of you. I know you did. It's my ob it's no nope, object in duty. life. It's my duty in life. Yeah. <laughs> there All we right. go. Um so that might be a good uh a good alternative. So Project Genesis that we've been talking about. So this is kind of a cool picture. This is him holding the new year of the snake. <laughs> Omega Supreme. That's pretty cool. Again, he's holding them straight up, so it's not like his ratchets are strong enough to hold them out or anything. Um, but here he is in package, and this package is just gorgeous. A double door window box. And we finally get to see all the somewhat of a color picture of his alt modes. So. Again, love it. Yeah, it. Don't $300 love it, unfortunately. I'll go with the year God. of the snake and the add-on kit. <laughs> uh, how much is that? They don't... This? Him? No, the year of the snake. The the year of the snake is 100 bucks. <sighs> oh, my God. Sweetie, <laughs> I have my expendable money, and like I say... Oh, I meant to talk about it on this show. I'm going to have to talk about it on the next I can't show. even afford my shoes anymore. Baby, you have a car payment for the first time in your life. I, I have lived with a car payment for the last 17 years. <laughs> That's why you're in. freaking out right now. I'm like, I've had a car payment my entire freaking life. <laughs> um. Well, sell some of your old purses and buy a new purse. That's what I'm doing with my toys. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Warlord Beasticons, War Rhino and Warhawk. Um, so this is the, uh, we talked about the warring uh, uh, Predaking factions here. God, I here. love Primer. Or, yeah. So I just I'm, love the Primer Gray. I'm kind of digging on these. That oh, rhino looks cool. Somebody's up already. Really? For real? No, just let her cry it out a little bit longer. All right, well. Oh, yeah. Good right, here. So the, I like this one because it's a little bit more G1-esque. Uh -huh. Like, they're kind of bl blockier. There's not, they're not hyper-detailed. And I kind of like that about that. We're going to talk about the other uh, Predaking uh, uh, third party in the pre-order section. Um, but so we get a look at War Rhino, and then we get a c 
color look at Warhawk, and his colors are very G1-esque. They are very orange. Yeah. Hi. So. I'm over here. You can see me. I'm orange and yellow. <laughs> so there's his Big bird wings. mode. I oh, really that's like his cool. bird mode. And then here's his arm mode. Look at his hand. His hand is like this metallic with oh, articulated cool. fingers. It looks really good. I'm like, eh, she's still fussing. All right, let's get through a couple things here, and then we can take an impromptu break. Um, iGear, not Power Glide. So uh, they, they've been doing some of our favorite mini bots. They have a uh, 3D concept art for their new uh, mini warrior, not Power Glide. And uh, they're doing a name contest. So you can submit your favorite name for him, and you can receive him as a prize. So that'd be kind of cool. You know, you come up with an awesome name. Not only is it your name that you picked, but you're going to get him free. You can be like, yeah, I named this motherfucker. I should get it for free. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to name him and then be like, yeah, $200 down. <laughs> All right. What do you want to do? No, let's let's go, Chuck. Okay. All right. Well, we're not actually. I you can't won't, handle this. You won't hear a break, but we're going to take care of our kid. I.e., took care of our kid. So I. You, e. you may hear the chair now, but uh, we're going to go ahead and get into store report sightings. Retaliation wave two and three have been showing up into stores. So what wave three means is you can now buy a Bruce Willis action figure. What? Yeah. Also wave two of the three packs are showing up in stores. Wave two of the Fall of Cybertron Voyagers are showing up. So that's kind of cool. That means we're going to be getting our Dinobot and for us tape player aficionados we're getting blaster as well i'm excited for that um basic gi joe wave two at marshall's so these are the dollar general joes they're starting to show up in discount stores and these are just repaints same figures just different ways of painting them uh most of them not interested in but do want to pick up that snake eyes and storm shadow that's for sure yoda package prod Product has a street date. That's right. So street date. What? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to interject something. I don't think it was the right thing. I was making eyes at my kid. <laughs> I'm trying to make this fucking grumper Gus smile, and she's just like, "Bitch." I know she please. is. She's just so fussy. And she's just tired. And we don't know how to console her very well because she's not fussy ever. <laughs> how? Um, so, if you're uh, wondering why we've been seeing some Yoda card, Yoda packaging at Toys R Us and not at other stores, it does look like the cases do have a street date, and that is. February 11th so you have I seen the Yoda packaging yeah it's the Yoda packaging I don't like right yeah it's like the Darth Maul packaging yeah, but Yoda fly, yeah he's flying out it's, and it's the a unleashed Yoda swoosh. yeah exactly there oh, it can is we at least turn the music off I can stand the clickety clack but boing <laughs> alright now Yay. that everybody's heard the music I'll turn it off <laughs> 
Uh, G.I. Joe Creo is... Okay, you got to stop putting things on what your mic is sitting on. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Creo G.I. Joe has been cited in Toys R Us's around the country. Um, this includes the blind pack figures, the dragonfly, and... Uh, I also saw, or I also saw that somebody had seen the uh, mech suit. So not the, unfortunately, not the Cobra Snake, but a big enlarged version of it. Um, what's also kind of cool about this post that we're linking to is it has the codes for all of the uh, blind pack figures. So if you're looking for specific figures, like I will be. Um, you can consult this link, and it'll tell you what code on the back of the package you want to be looking for. Uh, vintage Tomahawk inbound. So, kind of interesting here is the uh, there is a Toys R Us listing. So, it's got uh, the new Micro Force blind bags. Is this a mic? Is this Toys R Us? Says a skew, dug into some skew listings. Nickelodeon. Uh, this doesn't say for a specific store, but so it's new products. So we've got three and three quarter movie figures. We have Delta vehicle, Ninja Showdown, Ninja Mass, some role play stuff. But the most interesting thing is we have Special Ops Tomahawk. Now, what's kind of thrown a wrench into this is this Ninja Army Special Ops, Special Ops Starter Pack, and Special Ops, well, and those first two, those are the little Micro Force blind bag prices. So What? Now, it's weird that they'd have Special Op vehicles at $24.99. For what's the, the Tomahawk? Are you about to talk about that and I just stole your thunder? That's what we're currently talking about. Well, you just highlighted the special ops vehicle. I know, but for the last three minutes, I've been talking about the Tomahawk. Oh, sorry. I thought I was listening. <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> So the vehicles at $25 seem ridiculously really overpriced for one-inch figures, if they are the I would agree. <laughs> and then the Special Ops Tomahawk at $43 is very much too expensive. But the hope is, is they said that they were going to be doing one more vintage vehicle this year, a la the Sky Striker. So kind of remodding it and modernizing it. <laughs> um, so maybe that's what we're going to see so in the ads uh, let's see Target has been clearancing their vintage collection so uh, you can grab some of those episode 1 figures that have been hanging on the pegs for a year um, now they're down to about 5 bucks I think they're 50% off at most Targets now uh, same with their vintage, exclusive vintage 3 packs so if you've been if you need some additional figures that have been around for a year, I guess that's a good option for you. The the three packs I guess have only been around for four or five months, but 
Um, and uh, Walmart, there's reports that Walmarts still have in their system to keep stocking uh, the vintage figures. So you may be able to find harder to find figures there if they're stocking anything new. Online, new items and pre-orders, FSS first shipment figures. So it, it's been it's been plenty of time now. These can be spoiled. Uh, well, and I guess they're not really spoiled. They're in the online section because you can still order them today. Uh, this is the first two figures were Ninja Commando Dice and Ninja Kim Arashikagi. So this is in her. That's a hot picture. This one here. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I did like the artwork, and people complained about it left and right. Why? The biggest complaint was that it looked like uh, the bandana was just too tight. It looked like it was almost smashing her head in. Wow. That's nitpicky. Dude, uh, Swedes. Who are we talking about? We're talking about toy collectors here. I wasn't saying it like I was surprised. I was oh, just saying okay. that it's nitpicky. <laughs> okay. I'm like, that's what these people do. So what I find extremely interesting about this is when they announced the pricing for the for the subscriptions, they said that these figures would be available in the store for uh, about uh, 32 bucks. What? No, I mean that's it, I mean so my price was 2450 as it kind of works out with the subscription? Yeah, with the subscription and what? then they <laughs> then they said it was going to be more in the store. So that's understandable. So were they sold in a different area than the toy section? What do you mean? Those are expensive. <laughs> But uh, Just saying. now they're in the store for thirty seven fifty. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay, so do you have a picture of these? Oh, yeah. Sorry. So I can right see here. what forty dollars is gonna be getting you. Right there. What? <laughs> so you get those two I mean, figures no, in a no? no, it's one figure. That's that's, that's thirty seven fifty at the store? Again, baby, this is uh, the G.I. Joe Collector Club exclusive figures. That they sold to Toys R Us? No, that's not at the store. It's in their online store. Really? Are you following Oh, <laughs> are, okay. Are I'm with you. Okay. There good. we go. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. I, for some reason, really thought that you... Yeah, I zoned out for a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. But, uh... So, yeah, and, and what's really interesting, what I found particularly interesting about that, so they said they were going to be 32 bucks, and then now they're almost the exact price of what they're going for on eBay. Some have gone for a little bit more, some tricky, have gone for a little less. Yeah. So, but it, if you really wanted these guys and you did want to cherry pick they're still in the store now um it's limited one to uh per membership of course if you don't have a membership then it's pricey but if you want one i mean i can i i, I didn't i'm not ordering any extra in fact i might be selling some of mine um so if you're interested let me know i may be able to buy them and have them ship them to you so you only pay one shipping fee or whatever but that big mrs big favorite 
<laughs> well, I'd be buying them from the store for them. I'm selling some of mine. Definitely, I'm actually selling quite a bit of mine. I know, but it won't hit this house. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, wow, I am. Oh, Feral Cons, Feral Rex pre-order info. Oh, and so I did like that the... Baroness, by the way. That Baroness did look pretty cool. Oh, did I you? I didn't comment on it. She what was... Baroness? Wasn't that the Baroness? No, was... that was Jinx. That was the chick that's oh, normally in yeah. pajamas. Wow, I really did zone out for a second. Sorry. <laughs> no, no big deal. Um, so this is kind of interesting. We talked about this last time. Um, but, uh, so this is the feral Rex. This is the, uh, not, uh, uh, Predaking. Primer gray. <laughs> so what's crazy about this is that they are going to put out a sixth figure for these, that the sixth figure will, it, it'll, um, let's see here. Let's see the problem. I can't read this. When you get done there, I need you to. So the six will be a full figure, um, and it's an existing character, but he won't actually combine with them. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting that they not only are they putting out five figures, but they're going to put out a six that's not necessary for the combination. What do I need to read? No, I've got it. I just read it. I kind of wiggle myself around. We have a black, bad glare. Um, if if you haven't snapped, um, if the sounds aren't different, well, one, uh, Baby McFavorite isn't bouncing up in, in their Yeah, chair. we're recording like two weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> well, my mama said, you always finish stuff, so... This is going to be coming out way after Toy Fair, and so most of this news is kind of old, but hopefully you guys stay listening, or have stayed listening Oh, this after you said that it was two weeks later, they're all click. <laughs> well, I'm sure they've, they're listening to the first part that was recorded two weeks ago, so they've oh. probably been like... We're talking about we'll see at Toy Fair. I can't wait to see this at Toy Fair two weeks after Toy Fair is over. We had a rough couple of weeks. And we've talked about all the Toy Fair news on a podcast on Dave and Duvall's Toys and Collectibles. And we're still going to record a Toy Fair podcast. Yeah, for us. For us. Because we, we let them guide the conversation. So Well, and I babysat. Yeah. Do you mind uh, getting the drapes? Remember what I said when you got No, I wasn't listening. Oh, okay. I have a tendency to do that. Um, I think it just needs to be the right hand or the left hand side one. Okay. Make it nice and nice and dark in here. So G.I. Joe Creo is hit uh, Toys R Us online. And some things are still available. Um, a lot of stuff has sold out, but uh, there is... Oh, nice. So if this is a pre-order, then I assume it's not sold out, right? Oh, that's hilarious. You can pre-order it, but there's no way to pre-order it. So it does look like most of this stuff is sold out online. Lots of people wanting to get in on these Joe Creos. So um, looks like these are going to be really popular. He may not want to sleep on them. As soon as we see them come up again, we will let you guys know. 
And new Transformers masterpieces are available for pre-order now. We get uh, we get the great uh, use of a new mold. So this is going to be uh, masterpiece 17, 18, and 19, starting with masterpiece Prowl, and then of course, of course, his cohorts that are based on that mold. We're going to be getting masterpiece Smokescreen and masterpiece Blue Streak. So again, no want for these guys. These they don't. They're not like I didn't have them as a kid. They're not part of you know your, my small subset. They're not part of your world. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, but it'll be interesting to see another masterpiece mold come out. And who knows? I might pick up Prowl sometime if he was on sale or something. Movie Heroes 2013. So um, these are very expensive. Oh, and he only has a couple left. He had all of them. God, see that? Teach me to do show notes and then record it two weeks later. So there's only a couple Movie Heroes ones if you want to be completed. Was this page a lot bigger? Yeah, he had all of them at one time <laughs> when I did the show notes. So let's move on from that. Uh, new fans project, not Stunicons, in package, and also a new add-on for them. Uh-oh. So these guys I'm actually kind of excited about. Uh, I'm still probably going to... Why do wait. they take such shitty I know. pictures? Like it's like behind a window or it's like outside or something. There's a tree completely... Is blocked. that what it is? It looks yeah. like it's behind literally shattered glass. <laughs> yeah. But we've seen the character. I mean, we've With seen the, the figure. <laughs> we've seen the figure. So this is more about the packaging. It looks like I took that picture. <laughs> <laughs> so these are really cool in that uh um they're inexpensive i mean look at this 60 so these guys are the vehicle oh, combiners remember we've had minasaur out here for a few weeks uh-huh. or probably a couple months <laughs> he's the decepticon car combiner Oh, okay. And one of my favorites um and i'm really happy to see that these are only 60 bucks so there's there's five of them, just with like most combiners. Um, the cars are obviously going to be smaller, and then there's a larger main person. So um, the larger one, everyone's curious. He's probably going to be a hundred bucks. Uh-huh. But even that, you know, you're looking at three hundred and forty bucks. You know, for the combiner, that's not bad at all. No, considering it's... Hercules was, you know. Um, I still haven't seen scale on those, though. And I thought my addictions were expensive. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, There's also a new add-on that you can pick up. It's called uh, Fans Project Crossfire O2 Colossus Repaint. Um. It's uh it's it's basically a shake a shockwave like weapon for Colossus to wield. So that's kinda cool. Um no I don't think we've seen any um so and then the, of course the Colossus is uh Bruticus, my favorite combiner. Broody. There's a uh, there's a episode in Transformers where he holds Shockwave, so oh, that's shit. why they're making this. 
Would that be bigger than Shockwave? Because oh no, Shockwave is about the same size as all the other ones. They did the mass shifting thing, and same thing with Megatron. So Megatron was huge in the cartoon, but he would transform down into a gun that the other Transformers could hold. Yeah, but so shut. Sorry. Okay. Um, so Shockwave. I guess my question is: Is Shockwave supposed to be all much, much bigger than the other Transformers? No, he's, he transforms into a gun that they can hold. Shockwave. Yeah. Along Megatron, Megatron and Shockwave are both handguns. Yeah. Shockwave is more of a futuristic pistol, a future laser pistol gun thing. You learn something new every day, folks. <laughs> uh, new Jurassic, uh, or not new, more Jurassic Park G.I. Joe hit the webs. Um, I kind of like that cross, um, what would you call that? Crossover? Crossover. The G.I. Joe and Jurassic cross Park. Over. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's pretty crazy looking. Let's see. What is he supposed view. to be? He's a dinosaur hunter. Oh, so yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember him from any of the movies. <laughs> so he's got a crazy, <laughs> crazy dreads. He's got crazy eyes. We uh, he's all. We first learned about this guy on the uh, Joe Declassified. Um, they do. They talk about lots of prototypes and things that never made it to market. They've kind of got it in on that. Oh, and nice. so they talked about this guy in a lot of detail. Um, and then I saw a rumor that uh, Hasbro are still working on possible Jurassic Park G.I. Joe. You know, again, it's it's Jurassic Park figures using G.I. Joe figures. It's not G.I. Joe in the Jurassic Park world. So that guy isn't a G.I. Joe that is now hunting dinosaurs. They're just using their... Their, their parts. Yeah. Well, still, it's kind of cool because I think out of all of them, it's really fitting that they're using G.I. Joe because oh, yeah. G.I. Joe is, as far as articulation and everything, is, is still my favorite. Yeah. I don't really get into G.I. Joe, but I am impressed by Yeah, you like the figures. Their the architecture. Yeah. Um, January, Transformers Generation Deluxe Wave 4 and Voyager Wave 3 are up for pre-order. So if you didn't know, this is the repaints of um, Bruticus. And these are the Wreckers. Oh my God. It's like, are you trying to get my on. attention? <laughs> so, um, so this is Impactor cool. as the Onslaught Redeco, it's Twin cool. Twist as the Brawl Redeco. Well, I need to read this. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I didn't know that you needed to read it. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly. I could look at them, but Top Spin Blast Off Redeco, Roadbuster, which I'm really happy with, as a Swindle Whoa, Redeco, and Whirl, which is a Vortex Redeco. So these are Autobots now. <laughs> So this will be my fourth version of Bruticus. <laughs> but they're the wreckers, too. That's what makes it so awesome. If it was, I like the fucking uh, helicopter blade coming out of his kneecap. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. They, what's kind of cool about this is so in the, in, the Brut in the Decepticon, the actual Bruticus version, uh -huh. they have the limbs swapped. So these are his feet. And these are his arms. So they engineered it in a way that you could 
basically what's he called Scramble City. Well, yeah, because now you've got big wheels and you've got the cannons up here. Yeah, he does look top heavy. But uh, I'm not. I really wish Top Spin and Twin Twist. I wish they would have done a better or just a closer redeco on them. But anyway, so that's coming. And then you got the Voyager Wave Three. I'm really apathetic because this seems like <laughs> it's just such old news. <laughs> Um, well, it'll make it go faster because maybe this will be one of our shorter podcasts of the <laughs> of the life of Open Your Door. <laughs> so let's move through it. So this one, uh, this one, we originally were kind of skeptical because we heard about this before Toy Fair. So this Voyager Wave Three is actually this the Triple Changer Springer and Blitzwing Wave that was revealed at Toy Fair. So that's kind of cool that, that, you know, we knew about it before Toy Fair, but no one said anything. And these are prototype pictures. Well, we're saying something now. <laughs> this is a prototype War for Cybertron, and we found out like that this isn't going to be War for Cybertron, Springer, and Blitzwing. It's going to be more G1-esque. So you can pre-order those now for Robot Kingdom. Uh, let's see what I got. I got my second shipment of Nanobat, uh, my second shipment of the figure subscription service, uh, Nanobat and Quarrel. So Quarrel's one of those ones that are for sale. I have no need for her whatsoever. Um, but I love my Nanobat. That's the one with the green translucent parts. Was it up here? Yeah. Oh, that one. <laughs> Um, probably <laughs> perhaps one of the things that I am, uh, most excited about, and it's not even a toy. I know. I've had my eye on this thing for like two years and I finally pulled the trigger. I've, I've had, I've seen, you know, buy one, get one off on it. I've seen, I've even seen it 50% off, but not with free shipping. Mm-hmm. And finally, this thing's a hundred dollars. No, it's really not worth a hundred dollars. Finally, I pulled the trigger on it and got the Stormtrooper hoodie by Mark Echo. It's it's, I like it. Yeah, I really like it, dude. And the material is really heavy. It's really nice. Um, it is. It's from his cut and sew collection, so a lot of it's hand stitched. And the problem with that is you get a, a lot of really bad stitching, unfortunately. Yeah. There's a lot of misstitching. Again, there, the reason why this thing is so expensive is there is stitching all over oh, yeah. this thing. So I mean, think wanna... about it. It's not. Think about everything that's on a stormtrooper's torso. Yeah. They're putting that on the hoodie. Yeah, and exactly. so that's what makes a lot of hand stitching. So it's. It's not paint apps, and I'm glad it's not paint apps. I would rather have missed stitching on. Oh yeah, oh yeah, on, that screen printing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. I um, called it paint apps. <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing, um, the only thing, the only reason. Okay, so again, I got fifty percent off, made it fifty bucks. Now they participate with Shop Runner, so I was able to get free shipping via Shop Runner. 
Also with ShopRunner, you get free return shipping. So if there was anything I didn't like about it, I would have been able to ship it back no cost to me. So that was kind of the draw. And then the last thing I had to do to rationalize spending that much money on a piece of clothing, um, again, because I don't dress badly, but I dress mostly in t-shirts and jeans, you know, or sweatpants and jeans. So $50 on a piece of clothing. He's a simple girly girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the last way I rationalized to it is this will be my costume. And then our friend has the princess Leia zip up that That he wants me to borrow. So then we can, and then all we need, the last thing we need for our little scene is we need, uh, uh, R2 D2 for baby McFavorite, but Mrs. McFavorite doesn't want to do that. If we can find an R2-D2, she's still going to be the Stay Puff Marshmallow Girl. I know. That's what I'm saying. You don't want that to be her costume. You want her to be the Stay Puff Marshmallow Girl. We saw this picture. Or no, I'm sorry. I saw the picture on Facebook, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, too, because it was, oh, God, I think Star Joe's was the one who posted it. I think it was, yeah. Um, where it's they show... All of the Ghostbuster figures, so it's got, um, it's got the old Firehouse playset from the original line, and then it's got all of the new Mattel figures. Yeah, along with what's the chick's name? Janine. Wow. Anyway, her. We got her at at a at Comic Con last year. No, oh, Zool. Zool. Yeah, sorry. So she's in that picture, too, and everything. And then there's this little baby in this Stay Puff Marshmallow outfit. And it's not even all, like, puffed out marshmallow. It's just some little... It's just a little sailor suit. It's a little sailor suit. Yeah. So I think she could be both. (laughs) Let's see how cold it is. She could be one or the other that night, but she can be both. Yeah, because the R2-D2 one would be cute, like if it was a sleep sack or something like that. Like just something she like a sleeping bag she was zipped into. All right, I've got some friends who sew, so I'll find a, I'll find a, a pattern online. You know they got that shit online. Yep. Um, so something I bought right, um, right when the holidays uh, ended. Uh, it was like my last kind of splurge before we went into January. Was I finally picked up. The United Rumble and Frenzy. I've been wanting these guys forever. Um, so these were the Takara-only release of these molds. Uh, they're the exact same mold. Uh, they turn... It's crazy he doesn't have a... He doesn't have them turned into a tank. Um, but So they turned into little tanks. But they look very close to their cassette counterparts. Um, Are they the same mold? Yeah. Just different colors? Yeah. Do they do different? No. Well, obviously, if they're the same mold, they don't do different things. No, they're just, I mean, that's their whole thing. They were just repaints back in the day. So, I know. (laughs) I know. But uh, what was crazy is, even though I already had one, it also came with a uh, Generations laser beak. So, I have an extra Generations laser beak, if anybody is looking for that. Um, Both of them are loose, though, so... Uh, but I was really excited. Again, the reviews on these were always kind of lukewarm. Their tank mode is garbage. I mean, just really bad. Um, but I really like their robot modes. 
the cool thing here is you can kind of see it here in the background is they they're so they have arms but then you can flip these around and do a little transformation and these are their little ground pounders you remember they're the guys that go boom boom like that yeah you like that i like that name i like the the uh plug in the back all what (laughs) so uh And then something I was remiss about thanking uh, him earlier on, and I guess it's because it's been so long since we did an episode, but I did miss it on our last one uh, from our hiatus, was I needed to thank T2RX6 for sending me the United uh, Megatron. So uh, I was really waiting to uh, see what uh, Hegemon looked like. Uh And he just didn't really interest me for how expensive he was he was a hundred bucks um t2rx6 said that he hegemon was going to become his classics megatron and that he uh um that he might be selling this one so uh so he sold it to me and i love him i think he is a perfect classics megatron um he even did this awesome mod to it there's a little thing all you had to do was dremel one little piece Mm -hmm. And uh, you could take these wings off of him. And what's nice is the wings still attach, too. So, I mean, you can have them look like this, or you can take the wings off of him completely and have them look like a more standard Megatron. So, if I only got a nice Megatron, and now my actual Classics Megatron can be... Classics Megatron looks a lot like Galvatron. So now I can just do a little bit of repainting and he'll be Galvatron. Um, and then uh, I want to send a very special thanks to Alias Angel Alias. He sent us a very, very, very nice present. And we even had, and we also had Jeff Farnsworth offered to send us one too. So I really appreciate that, you guys. I, I reached out to the community and they didn't fail me. Uh, but <laughs> Alias Angel Alias sent us the Lego MTT poly bag that we had been talking about that Yay. we never saw in any of our Walmarts. So glad we spent two hours in the. <laughs> really? And that's how you. You're not thankful that. <laughs> no, nice. I am. I were, we're very thankful. <laughs> Slick was incredibly excited, and I was very thankful because he wasn't going to spend. Double probably. It uh, probably would have yeah. been ten bucks. So I I I definitely appreciate it. And it's actually going to be our toy review this week. Oh shit. Um uh, but before we get into that, we're gonna go ahead and look at um some our featured custom. Um these are really cute. So Oh, oh Whoa. where did you go? What what are you doing? Oh, I clicked some freaking ad. Where'd um, it go? So these are Masters of the Universe figures done from Muscles. So you know Muscles, those little pink fleshy yeah. guys? Um, so these, <laughs> I mean, they're just really well painted. It it definitely helps if you recognize like the molds Ooh, they're that they're using. Yeah, then it's really amazing. Because Muscle didn't have too many 
men that look like men, you know, uh-huh. a lot of them were really weird. It's like that He-Man looks a little weird, but it still is good. Like they, they all look amazing. I like that Moss Man. Yeah. I mean, they all have a, they're all a little quirky again, just because the guys that they're building them from were a little weird, you yeah. know, um, it does look like there is some Sculpey on these. These obviously aren't just straight repaints, which I think would have been even better. Like uh-huh. if they wouldn't have added anything and just unpainting. I like um, the orco, the orcos. That's a fat orco. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, what's funny is he's got kind of the robe he on and big hands. Of- <laughs> oh, as opposed to like a dress. Yeah. So the Hordak <clears throat> looks really cool. Yeah. Who's the guy next to the... This guy? No, the other guy. Oh, Clawful. No, the other guy. Oh, Grizzlor. Do you have a figure of him yet? Yeah. Yeah, he's big furry like that. Oh, it's... And then there's the guy I just got. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the Jitsu. And you got uh, Jitsu and Fisto. You got Mechanek as the screw guy. That's awesome. Stinkor. And then you get some of the more classic villains. You got Skeletor, Merman, Trapjaw, uh, Triclops. Beastman and Faker. So just tons and tons. Those are pretty cool. That's pretty fucking awesome. And I was thinking we just, we don't, our customs are always G.I. Joe or Transformers. You know, we don't even get that many. I should do more Star Wars too, but we hardly get Uh, any Masters customs. So I thought that'd be a good choice. That was a pretty awesome costume. So definitely check the show notes if you want to see those. And uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And we're going to come back with our toy review, listener feedback and questions, and grab bag. Peace. Peace. We command honor. We command respect. We command courage. A new force is on the horizon. You have what it takes. We are Cobra. All right, guys, welcome back. So we're going from the largest thing we ever reviewed last time. We took a look at uh, Masters of the Universe Classics Granimir. Largest and one of the most expensive things we ever reviewed. Well, I guess we had some of those Ultra Magnus, the city commander and shit. But anyways, yeah. um, to the uh, smallest thing we've ever reviewed, and thanks to Alias Angel Alias, the cheapest thing we've ever reviewed <laughs> as well. <laughs> so, um, and it is it is amazing. I... I I am I of course built it so I I got to experience the elegance of the build of something that's small. Okay, now remind me. This is the this is the droid drop off ship, but it's in Clone Wars colors. Yeah, because okay. they it was brown in Episode One, and then this is how they appear in the Clone Wars. Because I was gonna say it just looks like a a big block of Legos, blue but and gray. Yeah. But you gave me a dirty look when I originally said that. So <laughs> like, obviously that is not the right thing to say. <laughs> no, it does. It looks really cool. Now that I have 
the right picture. <laughs> so the the really cool thing about this is when you get down to this level, you don't get a. Especially, you're right. It, it is. It's blocky. It's yeah. supposed to be this big blocky thing. Um, but this actually has some play value to it, which I thought was really cool because they didn't have to engineer it this way. So but see this this front piece right here uh -huh. lifts up. It's on a hinge because remember when they deployed? Oh the, yeah, the front pops open and then they slide yeah, out. And they slide out. So I thought That's that cool. was really cool. And then even though if you press them all the way down, the little cannons here on the front, uh -huh. um, if you press them all the way down, they won't rotate. But you can pull them just out just a little bit, and then they'll completely rotate and still stay attached. Rotate. Like uh, 360. Oh, cool. Like up and down. See? You can just turn those. Oh, hey, look at that. So, again, and then it doesn't hurt that these are it, some of my favorite colors. I love this blue in the Lego. And I then, do of like the I Clone Wars gray. colors. The yeah. Clone Wars colors. There's, I The blue and the gray, I just... The dark the kind of dark undertones that it has is mm -hmm. kind of cool. Yeah. So very cool. Very thankful that alias angel alias picked yeah, that up. Yeah, Thanks for us. man. That's really cool. Thank you. And again, thank Jeff, thank, thank <laughs> Jeff Farnsworth as well. <laughs> thank, thank you, Jeff Farnsworth for the yeah, offer thanks, as well. Guys. We really appreciate it. That, that it, it means the freaking world to us means a little bit more to me because I'm the one that actually got it. But <laughs> um, let's see. Listener feedback and question. Uh, what was this? Uh, T2RX. <laughs> see, that's how long I have. That is not. Oh, here we go. Okay. So in the last show, we talked about homage and how it's supposed to be ah. pronounced. And so uh, T2RXX posted on the on the uh, Open Your Toys Cast page um, uh, that is uh, okay. I need to look at. There's different okay. pronunciation. So I looked at. I did a little research myself. Okay, oh, good for you. Because um, his was homage. So not homage, like what I said, right? Yeah, is that what you said? I can't yeah. even. That was a month ago, so I yeah. can't even oh remember Because whenever you say homage, you just you look like you should have diamonds on your hands. <laughs> homage. Um, so his was homage, and then um, so I did some research as well, and uh, so again, and, and this is kind of I guess how I would compare us closely enough. So we're not talking about newspaper usage or anything. You're talking about people speaking it. So NPR has used two pronunciations in the last few years. They have used homage. So H O M I J uh -huh. and they have used homage. So same. The like way you how were saying. I was saying, um, but, homage is gaining ground um there is a internet consensus consensus that homage or homage is the physical um representation or what does it say physical representation of respect and an homage is the act or feeling of respect 
but they're both nouns for some reason. That just makes it more complicated. So what it's, it's saying is... It's just like is, loose and loose. Since we're always talking loose about... loose and loose. <laughs> your and your. It's and it's. Two yeah. and two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what it's saying is we're always talking about physical representations of respect. You know, we're talking about a toy that is an homage to another toy, uh, you know, to another toy or to a <clears throat> cartoon or something like that. So it's saying that homage is correctly, but when somebody's doing something, the act of is you know, homage. You're is paying homage. homage. Yeah. Oh. oh, that's a good one. You're paying the <laughs> ding 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 ding. Hasbro ding. is paying homage, but the but the actual physical form of that paying homage is the homage. So, I just two thought that was... Two and two, yours and yours. <laughs> I was glad that T-Torx 6 brought or it not. up on the page, because it, it made me sit down for 20 minutes and <laughs> Google it. <laughs> <laughs> not yours and yours, your and your. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Your. Okay. Then and then. <laughs> then and then. Okay. So uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so Angel Alias Angel uh, wrote in, and he had a couple questions for us. Um, and and I usually I kind of trim these up, but I wanted to put his whole comment in here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and read uh, through everything, and then we'll come back. So it says, um, guys, can you talk about the process of making your uh, making open your toys cast the show. Do you collect all the info from toy news sites and then create the show notes to go on, uh, to go by as being recorded? This is such an undertaking and we're very appreciative of the hard work and dedication you both do. Um, thanks for reading Bruce's letter. It was a really moving letter. I don't even know Bruce and I was still moved by his writing. In closing, I wonder what happens when both of uh, both of you get hammered and do the show together. Would love to hear that at least one show like this in the future, because he may he probably hasn't been listening since. He, if you go yeah. back and listen to some of the the pre pregnancy, so it would have to be before. If you listen one through forty nine, December two thousand twelve, <laughs> or no, yeah. not two thousand two thousand eleven. Before we found out you were pregnant, any of yeah. those shows, we are both probably getting pretty hammered together. <laughs> um, and uh, and oh, and yeah, going forward, uh, right now, uh, Mackenzie's with the grandparents, and going forward, we are probably going to try to record with her not around, um, not so both of us can get drunk but it's because my attention is not on the show and it's more to her yeah so and she's uh, loud i mean it's it's hard for me to concentrate and i'm you know well because he's like her chair is making too many sounds <laughs> and i'm like her crawling around i have to go get her and then you get <laughs> mad at me about not paying attention to the show, I'm like, there's there's not a very good balance. And, and we try to do it, and we appreciate that you guys love her on the show. But 
she is no longer containable. Yeah. At this point, she's so. not full on hands and knees crawling yet, but she does an army crawl faster than you have ever seen. <laughs> I mean, we look away for two seconds and she's in the kitchen, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, She'll probably be on maybe one or two times, but for the most part, we're going to work it out so that when we record Grandma and Grandpa Watcher. Yeah. And we didn't do what we said we were going to do. There's still more. Um, regard, regarding John Solo's question about the bent card backs of the figures, I think I know why they bent the card backs on those hard to find figures. They are probably mad because they paid 35 or $45 online for a Darth Malgus and now have seen it in the wild. And <laughs> You're, and you're about to score it for 10 bucks. Just an assumption. Hey, Star Wars is a neutral gender toy now. Yeah, that's actually, that's a good way in looking at it. Like, not not sellers fucking up the cards, but people I up. just paid. <laughs> well, see, I guess my thing would be at that point, at that point, you buy it and try to make some of your money back. I mean, you're a victim of a scalping, so... Yeah. Try to scalp it yourself to get your money back or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but scalping begat scalping. I know. It's yeah. It's a it's a vicious cycle, and I think scalpers should be scalped. But <laughs> okay, so how we make this show? Um, uh, and that might be a good one that we were probably both pretty drunk on. Was uh, if you go back and listen to episode fifty. Um, did it, you go over that? Because we've been asked a couple times, and was it episode, oh, episode 50? fifty? No, episode fifty. We more talked about Ourselves. how we met. Yeah, it was all about. We did us. talk about it. So let's let's see if we can find which episode it's it was in. Well, I, I'm going to give a quick synopsis because it, it, okay. there's not too much that does. All right, goes Cliff's into notes. I know. So, um, so yes, I subscribe through RSS, how I've told people that if you don't have iTunes, you should subscribe to our show because basically you get updates every time they post something new. So I subscribe to, and, and so if you guys are ever interested in this, uh, uh, Sabertron, TFW 2005, His Tank, Generals Joes, uh, He-Man.org, um, what do I do for Star Wars? Jedi Temple Archives, Rebel Scum, and Yak Face News, um, um, and Yoda's News. And then I do some miscellaneous ones. Um, but So what happens is every time they post something on one of those sites, I get essentially an email. I mean, it's all managed in a RSS reader, but you could do it through you could do it through Outlook, uh, Outlook if you wanted, or or Gmail or Yahoo or whatever. Um, and then um, I try to keep up on that, you know, because if I were to just wait until we did a show, there would be thousands of posts in there. He just works through the the uh, big stuff, right? Yeah. Well, every like day or two, I'll make sure. I, it, this may be t TMI, but it's it's my throne reading. So when I'm on the throne, when you're making a business call, <laughs> yeah, when I'm taking care of business, that's when I'll go through these articles and anything that I it's even slightly, <laughs> slightly find interesting, I forward to myself, and I might read some, but for the most part, I just look at subject lines and I forward to myself. 
So then those get organized into folders in Outlook, um, into different segments, you know, different segments of the show. So then I create the show notes and I basically just go through those folders and start looking at all the different things. And I, and that's usually when I read them all. So doing the show notes will take four to five hours by itself because I'm reading a lot of the articles. Um, with third party stuff, we've really tried to trim it down. With grab bag, we, we've stuck to one. You know, again, we kind of sometimes we'll do multiple, but it's all the same story and grab bag, you know, one per franchise. So I've got to go through and eliminate all those. Same thing with customs of the week. Um, The toy review, really, I usually just review something I've recently opened. You know, as you can tell, I'm not reviewing the newest toys by any means. Um, this last couple have been relatively new, Granamere and the MTT, but, um, um, so I just kind of choose that. And so then I produce the show notes and the show notes are exactly what you guys see. I mean, I fix typos and, and linking issues yeah, and stuff like that. We try to be like nonchalant about it, but because we're not on the same, same wavelength most of the time because we're both drinking, it's... <laughs> I'm trying to mouth to him, hand me the hand me the notebook and he's like, What <laughs> We have we have a really poor dirty why you hear us like just stop and start talking about <laughs> can you put some music on or can you pick up the because we just cannot communicate we with each other a, quietly we need to use that whiteboard for that uh, yo that would be a good idea <laughs> um, so then i produce those show notes we throw those show notes up on our uh tv in the living room so it's nice and big um and then as we go through them, I just link to those. And so for the most part, the, that's the first time Mrs. McFavorite is seeing anything. Yeah. I, everything is new to me. Yeah. and uh, Just as it is to you. So we're learning it all together. It's all recorded on our laptop. We use a soundboard or a mixer um, so we can actually use mics. We're not a lot of a lot of people that record together just get a really good mic and put it in between them. And I think that sounds horrible for the most part. So we use our own individual mics. We have mic stands. We wear cool headphones like we're in the booth, you know. Yeah, um, man. And that just runs through a sound card plugged into my computer, and we record with Audacity. So every time we say we take a break, we're stopping the recording and we're exporting that track because we we've had a couple crashes. Um, yeah, nothing and it's catastrophic. Been detrimental. Yeah, I mean it's it's to a, my life. Yeah, it's a little difficult recreating the show from all these exports, but it works. Um. So once the show is done, we've got an Audacity file. We've got all the tracks extracted. We've got breaks where there should be breaks. So then Mrs. McFavorite then takes over, and she does the hard part of finding the commercials, trying to match them up to what we're talking about. Um, She does all the editing in Audacity. So she fades in the beginning. She puts the commercials in. She lines all the tracks up. Because when we record, we overlap our tracks. So then it's going in and taking out the overlap and adding in the commercials and trying to make it try to fit. I'll do fading sometimes. I think it really all it. The main thing is it depends on my mood, but the other thing, (laughs) 
Um, it also just depends on how the how that uh, commercial was cut. Yeah. Uh, when I download it, so um, then I put in all the commercials, and then I do all the compressing, normalizing, tagging. Well, I select, normalize, select, compress. <laughs> go to Levelator. Go to. Um, Format factory. Thank you, and then uh, then I put it up on the web and he does he does the rest yeah so she'll upload it to the server <clears throat> i download the first copy and then um i write the show notes it's just a wordpress blog <laughs> it's just a wordpress blog so i have a format for the show notes if that's pretty obvious um uh and i post the show notes to the website and um the uh and then i manually edit the xml for the rss and itunes feed and stitcher that's what stitcher picks up on as well um there's software out there that will do all this for you you just post a fucking you just post your podcast give it a description some keywords and it it will do all the time and file sizes and linking and all that uh, being that I'm a web designer, I really like working in code or web developer or whatever. Uh, I really like working in the code. So I manually edit my XML. Um, you have to be really careful with that. One typo in there and this episode appears as the first episode in our feed ever and no one ever sees it, you yeah. know, kind of thing. I've had a couple snafus like that. Um, uh Engineer nerd, <laughs> engineer nerd has been good to point out when uh, the Google feed is not the Google Voice feed is not picking up on it because the Google Voice feed actually uses the blog, not the XML for some reason. So I also have to make sure my blog post is structured correctly and has the right enclosures on it to have the mp3 attached to the post so that was the cliff notes <laughs> yeah. to war and peace <laughs> so that's that's pretty much how we do it um it's it's just fun it's time consuming like a motherfucker and we're actually going to be talking about that on our next show so stay tuned should hopefully not be coming out very very much later than this one so but yeah you since get, it's our toy fair <laughs> we kind of touched on it a little bit but you've uh if you really want to hear us hammered on a show we've done it just i think probably episode one through 50 yeah yeah well again anything before december 11th Again, Mrs. McFavorite doesn't ever get too sloshed. Well, I've had my moments. Yeah. I mean, there's been times where it's like, we've gotten done with the show and we are so drunk, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> like, yeah. we're like, oh, God. Not again. And I'm sorry. And most of the I don't time want people we're to recording, think. We're recording late at night, so it's kind of hard to differentiate, but it's the difference of how I'm talking. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't, I'm not trying to glamorize being drunk. It's something we enjoy doing. Lots of people out there. And we get carried away. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like if you sit there and you're playing on your computer and you're just sitting there drinking beer after beer, you don't realize how drunk you are until you... Um, put the controller down. Yeah, put the controller down and walk <laughs> away and you're down. like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing when you're in Vegas. You don't realize how drunk you are until you walk out on the strip when, you know, things stop. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, Bruticus wrote in again. I'll read it. Go for it. You got to read the other I one. I know. I wasn't being upset about it. I was just, I was stopping talking. Sucking. No, that was accidental. I just had some saliva in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> TMI. <laughs> um, okay. It took me two parts of the day to listen to the show. Eight hours in the morning, three more hours at night. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, though. Quake Wave is awesome. If you think about it, Shockwave was one of was the one character whose adaptations and interpretations have always looked awesome. Even his Action Master version was actually or was totally cool looking. He was one of those figures that made your collection go up a notch. I never had him as a child, but I remember the rich kids who did have him. Did you steal it? <laughs> Jeez. Just had to ask. Okay. Love the chronic in the background. I meant the album, the chronic. The intertwining of McBaby, Lou Retton. <laughs> uh, bouncing inner bouncy thingy with RBX's deep raspy voice was nothing short of radio gold. <laughs> Gone are the days of Mrs. McFavorite. Dosing off with the little one, right? I guess that holds true to you, Slicky. Um. Homages is like a few of those words that escape me right now that you can say either way. Homage is probably the English way or the proper way of saying it, where homage is probably the US, USA's bastardized way of saying it. Homage. Uh, homage. Whatever. <laughs> and then homage doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Great show as always, Comic-Con. I would love to give that a try. The goal of BotCon isn't just to see the toys, but it's also to get to set a goal to go somewhere. I've been to San Diego, but never to Comic-Con. And I think it would be fun babysitting Baby McFavorite while you guys hunt down Seth, Mc, Seth Green again. <laughs> um, when we go to Comic-Con, we will be baby McFavorite-less. But if you want to fly in here, you know, you want to go somewhere, come to Denver, and you can watch her here at our house. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because she'll be one, and she will be a terror, I'm sure. Yeah, she's already a terror now. I just I just can't wait for her to get any more terror right To actually be able to walk around and yeah. grab things and reach but higher. We than... want to see you again, Bruce. Yeah. So come on down, Broody. Come come here for uh, Denver Comic Con. That might be fun. Oh yeah, so. that 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 could start you. You could ease your way into it as opposed to what I did. <laughs> and dove in head first into an empty pool. Well, you went to uh, you went to Starfest, but we didn't even go oh, to panels no. before Starfest, we started going to Comic Con. <laughs> Starfest isn't even a drop in the bucket. It's condensation on a blade of grass compared to Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Roger the Toy Goon wrote in from uh, Guys with Toys, and uh, and I think we mentioned on the last one, but they have got their audio working superbly now. I am Yay! loving listening to it. So um, Chuck from Star Joe's is on there now as well. So oh, it's been it's been I've been really digging the show. Again, I really dug it before. It was just hard to listen with the stereo stereoscopic thing going on. Were you getting dizzy? I was. 
There you go. <laughs> but uh, he said, Creo G.I. Joe is just around the corner. Again, how old this show is. Um, did you pre-order <laughs> any from Toys R Us? And uh, no, I didn't pre-order any. Um, I'm hoping and I'm glad to see that they sold out uh, and they've got them back up for pre-order. Again, you can't actually order them, but they've got them marked uh, for pre-order. Um, I'm hoping they start uh, doing good sales on these like they did with Creo. Buy one, get one 50% off, that kind of thing. Yeah. The problem is, is a lot of them, I don't want a lot of the sets. I I want the little blind bag figures, but I don't want to just order 12 blind bag packages because you're going to get duplicates. What I want to be able to do is go to the store and look at the little identifying code that's on the back of the Creon packs and pick the ones I want. I want them almost. I want almost all of them. But so I do he doesn't not want blind bag. He doesn't like blind bag. Fuck no! I want to know what I'm buying. That's how I did the Transformers crayons. Is I'd use the yeah. little decoding codes. Blind bag's fun for the first round. It's fun <laughs> if you have somebody to trade them with. Yeah, that's true. You know, like blind bag is fun at our comic shop. How Shane does it. Our our comic dealer has Lego blind bags. And then he's got like four or five Legos that are out. So what you can do is you can open a blind bag. And if you don't like it, he'll allow you to trade for one of the five up there. And and he does he does good with rotating through those. Or you can just buy one of the five open ones if you want. Yeah. But he does good with rotating through those. So I kind of like that. Again, I, I just don't have anyone to trade with. So duplicate. Duplicates just become something that goes in the eBay closet, you know, kind of thing, and never gets eBayed. So, um, we already talked about that. Mantis Nine Nines. I didn't find the swing to be a problem, but it was definitely audible. <laughs> so, her bouncer. Her bouncy. Yeah. Did we have the music on the. I don't know. We probably did. But see, that's not the loud part. The loud part is the crash, crash, well, crash. Do you know what it is? It's that fucking bear. If we were to wrap it with something, oh. because there's like this little wiggly bear on the front, and that's rattle. what makes that sound. So yeah. I wonder if we wrap that and see what it sounds like. Because there's going to still be some crashing, but I think that's what's making that god-awful sound. Well, like you say, we just need to... We've already said we're going to have your parents babysitter well no i just mean for our own sanity outside (laughs) of the podcast because it really does annoy the shit out of me (laughs) and so he said i got kids so i'm bad one to ask though (laughs) so and i've noticed that like ever since we've had Mackenzie, fucking i am just like Babies crying anywhere doesn't bother me at oh, all anymore. Oh, got it. I I have gotten. I grew up. My parents were definitely the people who had kids who hated kids, and so I grew up that way. Where it's like ah, children, ah, kids crying, ah. and now that babies cry, I'm all. I can keep my kid under control. What the fuck's your problem? <laughs> And when Mackenzie's really throwing a fit, I'm all, we're going outside. Just shut up for a minute. Just calm down. No, I just, I'm like, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. Calm down, calm down, calm down. So. You're really getting excited there. So you're I am. Clipping. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's stop that. Just kidding. Yeah, you're right. Your, your tolerance he level has, has not changed. 
into a complete sap. Oh my oh, God, God, this dude. guy, he so, cries at commercials. I have become so emotional. He used to make fun of me about crying at commercials. And I don't really, I, I cry at some commercials still, but he cries at the rest of them. Dude, I have been it's crying ridiculous. at the drop. Of, dude, I'll see, I'll see a dad playing with his daughter and I'll well up. You know, I'm like... <laughs> It's so weird. You know, they talk about women's hormones, how much they'll change when they are pregnant and then when they give birth and they're never the same. I feel like that's happened to me. I feel like my hormones has changed. My my estrogen level has gone through the roof. <laughs> not that that's a bad thing. Hey, it's not. It's just higher than it was before. All right, let's get into grab bag and knock this thing out the park. Star Wars, J.J. Abrams confirmed to direct. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. <clears throat> because he is amazing, so I'm really excited about that. I'm just like, why didn't Star Wars die? <laughs> yeah, Mrs. McFavorite wanted to be done with. I'm excited. I can't wait. I, I'll be excited once I see what, what he does with the movies. But right now, I'm just like, I'm so fucking over Star Wars. It's not even funny. <laughs> uh, speaking about being over Star Wars, Lucasfilm, and or and now Disney, is over the prequels in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> um, Way to go, Disney. So they are delaying the... Uh, the uh, Episode two and episode three and 3D to focus on episode seven. They want all their effort on the new movie. Good. Um, someone brought up a really good point. I think it was Big Kev's Geek stuff about this. When they talked about brand protection. Uh-huh. And so, so they released episode one and 3D. And it hardly did anything. Uh-huh. It, there was no news about it. You know, there was no like big press or anything. Um, the toys they released for it did incredibly poor. Like Hasbro won't ever give numbers like Mattel or anything, but uh, Daryl Dupree said it performed incredibly lower than their expectations. Oh. Well, like you, we can still fucking buy figures a year later, yeah. and they're finally clearancing them. Thank God. But. uh well, and I think I think just the the world in general, it, Star Wars is very near and dear to people's hearts. But you kind everybody's just kind of I think over it. Yeah, and so what they were talking about was they don't they don't they possibly see Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith as possibly tarnishing the brand. You know, if if you release yeah, these other two films, don't really like those two. Well, exactly. they don't like the prequels in general, but really, what am I doing? I don't know. You're I'm getting, getting really louder. excited. <laughs> You're just like yelling into that thing. But I mean, so they talk about so if they released them. And then they did lackluster. And then the third yeah. one did lackluster. Then that would lead into the movie and people would be like, oh, remember the prequels? You know, kind yeah. of thing. So they want it. It's it's almost like the absence makes the heart grow fonder thing. They want yeah. people to clamor for episode seven, you know? Yeah. Except for they might, now there's talk that they might release the standalones. So they're doing a Boba Fett and a Yoda. Yeah standalone that those might come out before episode seven 
I think that would be a huge mistake. I mean, you do. You want to build the excitement for the new trilogy. But anyways, um, Dark Horse only has a year left. So it has been confirmed that now that Disney owns Star Wars, that Marvel will become, obviously. I mean, they're not going to have some other comic company making Star Wars comics. Oh, is Marvel Disney? Yeah. Yeah, you don't remember when Disney (gasps) bought Marvel a couple years ago? No. And again, and everybody thought they they were going to ruin that. The movies have been incredible. Slick's been excited. He got all of his shit at the Disney store on our anniversary. (laughs) We went out for our anniversary. No, that was my birthday. (gasps) Oh, yeah. I bought myself a toy for my birthday. That's right. Yeah. They're so close together. (laughs) Um, So they're amazing comics. They started an original trilogy comic, Uh and it, it was great. And now they only have a year left. So, um, Clone Wars absent from the Cartoon Network's uh, fall schedule. So that might be telling that uh, Disney is now going to be putting Clone Wars on the Disney networks. So, like Disney XD or something like that. So uh, I thought that was interesting. Okay, so that's a little annoying. Just can finish it out where it's at well and that's the other thing too but is then again they're or they maybe the it is going to finish out where I'm maybe at is, disney isn't going to renew it you maybe. know so it's a conflict of interest <laughs> all right transformers transformers 4 producer confirms rumors and marky mark was wrong so marky mark was saying <laughs> and it's funny because we're listening mark we're he listening to so, the new kids he on, has earned mark Wahlberg, he by the way <laughs> but see well he was good in ted but to me, he just played kind of like a stoner Mark Wahlberg. In all his movies, he plays Mark Wahlberg, you know? Yeah. He plays this guy that's kind of semi-serious, you know, he, Boston he, guy, you know? Yeah. That's the same character he plays in all his movies. So Hot. to me, he doesn't... <laughs> He's like 50, baby. Come on. He's not 50. <laughs> He's only a couple of years... No, I think he's like your same age, isn't he? No. He's he wasn't he wasn't 13 when Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch came out. <laughs> All right, I'm IMDb-ing that shit after this show. Um, so he was saying that, uh, that it was a complete reboot. And then now the producer has stepped in and said, no, that is not a complete reboot. It takes place three years after the last movie. And it just has a new cast. They're going to be in Texas, which I don't think that. Uh, the one thing I've always liked about Transformers is it takes place in a big city. You know, it's that big city spectacular. And there's cities in Texas. They're yeah, just but they're much not more like spread Chicago apart. or New York. Yeah. <laughs> there's I mean, the I guess Dallas state is, is big. Dallas and Houston have some pretty good downtown. It's all about the downtown area for me, but. Um, let's see, G.I. Joe retaliation marketing video and billboards. So this is kind of cool what they're doing. They're doing, uh, Cobra recruiting marketing effort. So here is, these are kind of hard to see. 71. Yeah. See, he's four and a half years older than me. Fucking old man. (laughs) So they have, that was pretty cool. Yeah. By the way. That's halfway through. Oh, this is. So the big Cobra symbol, it says, do you have what it takes? 
And then this video, um, and we've got a link to it. It's basically like a army video. You know, they're like, do you have what it takes? Do you get up in the morning and, you know, fight fight for freedom, blah, blah, blah. And at first you're like, oh, it's a fucking, it's an army commercial or uh-huh. marine commercial. And then you're like, maybe it's a GI Joe commercial. And then at the end it shows them that they have a that cobra, cobra patch on there and that kind of shit. So really cool. Um, I haven't seen much more about it. I think there was a Super Bowl spot, if I'm not uh, mistaken, or yeah, one after it or something. Yeah, we only saw three quarters of it, so we might have missed it. Yeah, we. Uh, I went we snowboarding. Can't uh, yeah, I went snowboarding and, uh, and ca- caught in traffic, of course. Everybody trying to... We all left early trying to get back for the Super Bowl, and we all stuck each other in traffic unfortunately yeah and everybody could only just blame each other yeah um masters of the uniform the uniform masters of the universe i was was reading deformed and said una all right uh super deformed plush so these are super (laughs) cute this is uh miss mcfavorite has a ton of the star wars versions of these oh look at all of those drool rags for mckenzie (laughs) yeah this is like her ahsoka tano that is just like her ahsoka Just as girly and everything. (laughs) So the He-Man's cool. He comes with the power sword here. Um, These are, I mean, that Skeletor, the face is just perfect. The face is awesome. No, it's pretty cool. I don't really like the hood. I'm trying to think because the best place, this is made by the company that does your Star Wars ones. So at Comic-Con, they always have all of these. (gasps) Oh, that one booth. Yeah. That I like rated at the last day because they put everything on sale. Dude, I know. Yeah, this booth is awesome. Um, Again, they sell out of all the popular stuff by then. But at the end of the con, they will start doing half off or four for the price of two or which is half off whatever but you know three for the price of one yeah you know they just start doing crazy sales in the last couple hours because they don't want to take them back i just think i really think that those sales are just a smack in the face to everybody who hit that hit those booths the first day well again it's it's kind of like maddie People get pissed off that they have big sales on Black Friday because oh, I paid, I paid well, yeah, no, thirty dollars for my. Anybody Swift has the has has the right to get pissed off because they're like, I bought it because I didn't want it to sell out, and then it didn't sell out, so then it goes on super sale, and they're like, fuck. <laughs> See, they don't have the right to be pissed off. That's well, that's the way that's the way shit works it's that mentality of not wanting to lose out on something i get it yeah i get it i mean it's the same thing we talked about the joe creo stuff i'm not going to pre-order that because i know eventually it'll go on sale and if it doesn't you just have to know your if it doesn't and it gets sold out and i never see it never buy any of them i i made my choice you know you just have to know your product that's all so these I'll probably buy the trap jaw. Yeah. I'm hoping this is not as Those orange will make awesome as it looks. Padding in your in your suitcase. Yeah. Oh, that is a good idea. I didn't think about that. Yeah. When uh, when Coley and I went to Disney World for 
spring break, two 18-year-olds going on a trip completely on our own Mm -hmm. for the first time with a limitless credit card. (laughs) We hit every Disney store, and then they told us, oh, you don't have to carry your stuff around. (laughs) Deliver it to your hotel. What? (laughs) Okay. So I can't believe your grandfather would do that. Because <laughs> he just give you guys. Um, but I I really got in. They were the um that's when beanie babies were big. So that's mm-hmm. when all the bean bag style toys literally that's what I padded my suitcase with. Oh. <laughs> Anything that I bought breakable was surrounded by those. Beanie babies. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. Moving on. Uh, and it's then, a soft sword. Yeah, so we you get a trap jaw, um, battle cat. Again, I hope the trap jaw is not as orange as that. And I don't like. It looks like the jaw is not attached. It's only attached by this. I'd be afraid of it being well, ripped. It's not off. one we'd give to Mackenzie, but yeah. the well, beast man's super cool. He's go back nice to trap jaw. No, he looks like he's going to be pretty orange. Yeah, I don't know. And that's what I'm trying to decide. I think I'm just going to get a He-Man and a Skeletor. Even though Trapjaw's like one of my favorite characters, I just don't like the way he looks that oh, much. that's what happens. And then I definitely want this. The sword. Depending on how big it is. If it's like life-size, that would be so mm. fucking awesome. It's not going to be life-size, babe. You don't know It's going to be about as big as those other toys. Do you think it's going to be this big? They're going to sell... a something that skinny for ten dollars that yeah. thing will never sell no it will never all right sell. i want you to prove me wrong but <laughs> i have no faith well they come out at the, the powers of money making so again this is how old this is they come out at the end of january so <laughs> we're at the end of february be, somebody should be getting these anytime now all right, guys. Well, thanks. If you stuck in this long, thanks for doing so. Yeah. We realize, I mean, the show is over two weeks old at this point. I mean, I, I, I hope there was still some value to be gained uh, minimally. Listener feedback and questions is my favorite segment on any it's show. It's my favorite. You know? I look forward to that part. Yeah, and that's why I kind of purposely put it towards the end of the show. But uh, It's to keep me interested. Yeah, well, keep our listeners interested, too. So. So I, I'm glad I'm glad you stuck it out with us again. We love you guys. So and we're not even that drunk because it's the middle of the day. Oh no, no, I am. Oh, that's right. You've been drinking. I had a stomach thing this morning, and I was and I was hurting. Yeah. So, so so we woke up at seven o'clock this morning, and I progressed to take massive amounts of shots, and then fell asleep. Woke <laughs> and up we at don't noon. have Mackenzie. She's yeah, overnight. She's with been with Grandma and Grandpa. So we <laughs> woke up at noon <laughs> and started recording the show, and and I just finished a bomber. So I'm nice and toasty. So this should be out. Um, this should be out the beginning of the week. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow I'll write the post tomorrow night, and then uh, hopefully we will record. Because um, now you don't. Wa- yeah, you have two. I weeks am off. officially unemployed for the next two weeks. Yeah, scary. And still getting paid. <laughs> That's the best thing. I fucking love it. Yeah, they forced her out because she went to a competitor. So they're yeah. like, nope, you your last day is 
the day after you put in your notice. Yeah. Um, they found out that morning that I was going to competitor and they're like, get her the fuck out. And I was all, okay. I'm the fuck out. Yeah. They tried to be all terse about it and I'm like, peace. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh we'll record the toy fair uh miss mcfavorites actually recording on with what's on joe mine they're on doing Tuesday night. yeah they're doing another ladies night special so you'll be recording with them she's nervous i'm very nervous <laughs> i'm very nervous um, i won't have slick there with me to carry me <laughs> <laughs> um so uh and then hopefully, so maybe Wednesday, if I can get my work done, since you'll be home, you'll be I'll able get, to take no, care I'll get of this Mackenzie. Done. I'll get this done no, tomorrow. I'm saying recording Toy Fair episode. Oh, okay. So it should be out pretty soon Sweet. as well, because so I don't I'll want that to linger on forever. Stuff after that. Yeah, yeah, you won't <laughs> have to do anything that last week. Cool. That'd be nice. So, all right, guys, again, we love you. We will see you sooner rather than later. Or later Secret, 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 secret powers were revealed to me. Secret, secret, secret.